We need some fun, funky music. Yeah, we do. At the beginning. It is our distinct privilege to bring you the Big Wiener Show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our opinions on travel, wellness, pop culture, and the lives of Haley and Tim. Cheers. Welcome back to the Big Wiener Show. Hey guys. Hello everyone. Haley and Tim. Back to in the all studio. of our followers. All 67 of you. I love you. I'm pretty sure our followers don't even listen to this. Oh, they do. <laughs> They're loyal. What yeah. are you talking about? Loyal fans. I'm having a LaCroix. Delicious. Lemon flavored. So, what's up? I have a fun topic. Just get right into it. What's your topic? Haley's glow up. Yes. My glow up. It's going to be a special episode talking about all of the aesthetic, cosmetic. Nip and tuck. No, I haven't had any nip and tuck. Injected. Yeah, everything's injected. I've never been nipped. That's a boob job, isn't it? Is that what I mean? Nip Nip and tuck? I don't know. Nip and tuck is like you've gotten some work done. Just like cut this out, make this smaller, enhance this part of my body. We'll talk about it. And this is in favor of transparency. In I'm still catfishing people, so just don't look at me. <laughs> I'm in favor of transparency. Tim is not. Tim doesn't believe in transparency. He is believes in catfishing. Hey, so. it's still working. I'm actually going on a date. So you're gonna show up and he's, <laughs> he's gonna, gonna see like, you and walk right out. Like, Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh my goodness. It happened again this weekend. What? Someone was like, damn, you look so good. And they're like, wait, I know you. You don't look like your photo. <laughs> Tim, you have to take that photo down. It's fine. It's not fine. I'm getting the work done soon. You look unlike yourself. I'm going to post that photo <laughs> on the Big Wiener Show Instagram. And people can comment, does this look like Tim whatsoever? No, we're going to do a poll in work of the glow up. We're going to do a poll. We're going to post the natural and then the done photo and everyone. If you like the photo or comment on the photo or look at the photo, it means I have to get the work done. <laughs> it's like a G.I. Joe Ken doll version oh of Tim. Oh, my God. It looks so good. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about you. My glow up. So these are just things I think that I've done over time. That a girl can't live without. <laughs> you can't live without <laughs> it. But I wanted to focus more on myself. And I think it's also a form of self-care. To spend your money on things that you enjoy and things that make you feel good about yourself. Okay, keep going. I think I've always been a fairly confident person in my looks, maybe too much so. (laughs) I don't know. I know it's just like I've always thought of myself as like a pretty person. Like I've always liked the way I've looked. I mean, I've gone through periods in my life where I either gained some weight or I like had acne where I wasn't. I knew I wasn't at my peak self mm-hmm. because there was something going on, but I, I feel like I'm a pretty high confidence person. You have very high confidence. But that doesn't mean I don't want to look my best. I think you just take a lot of pride in how you come. Yeah, it's a lot of hard work. Like you're like, I will make my like baggy days and like where I'm like, eh, like I don't really want to dress up, do my makeup. You still like make an appearance to look good. I try. Like, you're not showing up in high school 
in slippers and PJs? I feel like I did. You no, you were not yeah, that person. I was. I seen you because my boyfriend at the time went Ugh. to a different school. I just got the egg. And so I was just like, I was also I worked at night after school. We had running practice after school. A lot of times I had practice in the morning before school. And so I was so freaking exhausted. I wore not PJs, but I would wear like tennis shoes and sweatpants and sweatshirt all the time. God. Yeah. I got best dressed. I was school. not. I mean, I would, I had dress up days, but I certainly had PJ days too. But anyway, this is going to be talking about some of the different things I've done to improve my appearance and just have an overall glow up. What was the first thing you've done? The first thing I did ever to alter my appearance was probably dye my hair. Oh, wow. We're going way back. Getting highlights. Getting highlights. Okay. I was thinking like you, I got Botox for the first time. Yeah, we can talk about that too. But I'm just talking about in general. general changing your changing appearance. Changing my appearance. Hair done. Hair done. Yeah, you were really blonde. So I always wanted to go blonde, but I never really had the money to do it because it's insanely expensive, so expensive to keep up with it. So when I first started working, um, had a little bit of money saved up, I started getting highlights. And it's like a tale as old as time. You get a one set of highlights and I'm like, I have some light brown moments in my hair. Then you get more and then you get more. And then you look and you're like, one day you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm completely blonde. Yeah. It happens over time. <laughs> so I guess that was the first thing I did to alter my appearance. And then probably a year ago, maybe a little more than a year ago, I went back to brown. I like your natural. Yeah. I like your hairstyle now. I just fried the crap out of my hair. Not it wasn't sustainable. It takes forever. An appointment to have like a balayage or blonding is five hours. Like it's insanely long. We're talking about like good, good hair appointment. Yeah. And I there's some girls out there who have blonde hair. I'm just like, girls, how? Yeah. To get like a dimensional blonde where you have like, it's hand painted. A hand painted blonde takes forever and it's tough to get appointments for someone that's great. So it's just like, I don't know. My hair was like not in the best of health. So I just went back to my natural brown and I love it. The girls who have like the long extensions, bleach blonde hair. Yeah. Nails done. I'm like, but you're wearing a $5 sheen shirt. So I don't understand how much people have different priorities. I just can't fathom spending that much money on my hair. Yeah. You have to go like once a month. Yeah. I guess some people like, they're like, this is my bread and butter. Okay. I care more about my hair than like, I don't, I'm not like a fashion girl or I'm not like a, you know, shoe girl, whatever. Like, I just want beautiful hair. Jesus. I don't know. People are, have different Crazy. priorities. Uh, so your hair was your first one. Mm-hmm. Then what? And then when did you get into like the more per- preventative? I started doing skincare. Okay. So I had pretty severe... Um, horizontal wrinkles on my forehead um and it bothered me ever since high school i had these i think it's just because my eyebrows are very expressive <laughs> i have big like you know the feeling expressive emotions or not emotions i guess like facial expressions so i um started with skincare okay i was like i'm gonna fix this with skincare because i didn't have enough money to go the botox route yet so i started um i bought like the ordinary like skincare when I was in like grad school. And it was like, um, I actually bought a tretinoin, like retinol cream. Mm-hmm. I didn't have enough money to go to the doctor and get an actual prescription for tretinoin. <laughs> so 
So I ordered some from like Singapore. (laughs) (laughs) It was like in bulk from Singapore. So I would use that at night. Do you still have some? Yeah. Can I have Do you want some of my Singapore? Yes. No one? Okay. If it worked for you, goddamn, mine are like the Grand Canyon on so, my forehead. M- then I started noticing my skin was getting clearer. Like I started looking like I was like, wow, like it, the retinoin's working. And I was using that in sunscreen and um, the Ordinary Buffet Serum. Okay. So it's just like a hyaluronic acid peptide serum. And you're doing this every night or morning? I did the retinoin every other night. I started at like a point... Um, 0.25% moved up to 0.05. Now I'm on like 0.1. Like it's a high percentage, but I was doing that every other night and then sunscreen in the morning, but it helped a little bit with the, the wrinkles. Some of my fine lines started fading. I think I had um, some texture on my cheeks and I started noticing some of the texture was going away. So I could tell there was a difference and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I started getting into the skincare. Um, like the science behind it. Yeah. I was like, I want to know more. Like, what are some other things that um, could help me? And like, how do I um, take this regimen from like basic to like intermediate level? Mm-hmm. So I started researching about skincare and getting more into, I introduced a vitamin C in my regimen. For a while, I tried the Korean 10 step skincare routine where you have like a toner, you have like a moisturizer. It's like a full process. When you get back from your trip and I get back from mine, can we read you my whole skincare? Yes. Because it's bad. I can give you like a budgeted version. Perfect. Because there's so many skincare products. Yeah, I like, like a lot of the skincare I buy is just because I like the packaging experience <laughs> for makeup. I don't buy any drugs for makeup just because I don't like the packaging experience. Like it feels like cheap plastic. Like it, I enjoy the experience of putting on skincare and makeup. I'm not quite there yet. And so I love the like beautiful packaging. I love the thick glass. Like I love the, I don't know, the experience of the brand and the packaging. Yeah. I mean, it's not, more, a lot of it's not more beneficial because it's a Sephora and not like at Target. Yeah. Like it doesn't make it more effective. It just, you have to use it and build the habit. That's the hardest thing. I think when I started getting into skincare, it was like, you just get out of the habit. Like you don't, you do it for two days and then you're like, ah, oh, whatever. And you're not going to see the results if you're not extremely consistent. So um, we can definitely go over that. Yeah, when I, get I want like out. a budgeted. Yeah, we can do that. But yeah, so then it helped a little bit, not a ton. So time kept going on. I started my first, um, big girl job. Like I was working as a graphic designer before, making decent money, you know, enough to survive, mm-hmm. live, like have a good life. But then I um, got a job that made a little more. So I had a bit more disposable income and I wanted to get Botox. I just, in my head, I didn't know people were like getting Botox. I always wanted it because of my forehead lines, but I'm like, I would never tell anyone. Like, you know, people would think I was crazy because I'm so young and got Botox. Yeah, that's and then the most annoying thing. I started speaking to people and they're like, oh yeah, I get Botox. Yeah, of course I get Botox. Here's where I go. And I was like, everyone is getting Botox. Everyone. Yes. Everyone has Botox. And I'm like, I felt like it was more normalized. I was like, oh, sweet. So I went and they, I went in thinking I was just going to do my forehead, but that's not really the way you want to do it. You want to address it as like a, a whole. Like there's places where 
your just... muscles are lifting up. There's places where the muscles are dragging down. And so you have to address like your wrinkles as like a, a holistic approach to all the muscles in your face instead of like spot treating specific wrinkles. Yeah. So I ended up doing my glabella uh, muscle, like between my eyebrows, my forehead, um, around my crow's feet. None of these were had big wrinkles yet. It was just the forehead wrinkles. And so I got crow's feet done. It was just like the top portion of my face. Waited. It kicks in in about like seven days, seven to ten days is when you see the full effect. And I was like shook. <laughs> <laughs> my wrinkles disappeared. If you – I've had Botox once. Mm-hmm. And if you've never had Botox, the feeling is – so unfucking real i would get crazy headaches it's unreal like you can't move like it's it's a hard it's hard to describe if you've never done mm-hmm. it like you can't it's only that first time too <laughs> if you keep doing it it's like it's not that serious because you haven't your muscles are weakened already yeah so you're not fully expressive but if you go from having full control of the muscles in your face to not fully like when you're surprised your eyebrows are shooting up to like your hairline smiling you have like you're like huge smile lines like you smile so big and you just go in and you feel you do feel frozen oh yeah you do you feel like oh my god everyone can tell i look like a like joan rivers (laughs) (laughs) but you can't you look in the mirror and you're like i just look like myself i'm just not being overly expressive. And there's this type of glow on your skin oh, you get with fresh Botox. That's just... I would say for like two to three weeks after you get Botox, you were just like... so good. Glimmering. Glimmering. Yeah. I love that. I'm due major. Majorly due. It's been like a year. Yeah. I would say that's something I would do with no hesitation. Obviously, if you don't think you don't want to do it, you don't want to spend the money, this isn't like your bread and butter, then don't. Like, I'm not saying yeah. everyone needs it, but if you are interested in type of like aesthetic, um, medical, like work, aesthetic medical things, I would say Botox is kind of a super low risk. Obviously, you can hit muscles in your face or your eyes, not eyes, but you know, the orbital muscles around your eyes in places where it, they could um, mess up or you could have like a something I've seen like droopy faces based on like poor, um, injection injections of the Botox, but it's so rare. Okay. I think it's super rare. I, of course it's going to attract a lot of attention when someone posts something like that because it's jarring. Like someone looks like they had a stroke, like it's terrifying, but it's not. How long does it last? Common. Depends on the person. I think mine, for me, Disport lasts a little bit longer. I saw a TikTok. They have a higher, um, the molecules in the per milliliter of Disport is like 0.27, I mm-hmm. think, of the actual anti-wrinkle treatment. And the per milliliter amount of Botox is like 0.18. Oh, that's not bad. So Bot- or Disport is actually going to be like a little, little bit stronger. I need to try Disport. But. Disport's a little bit cheaper. No. Than Botox. Oh, where I went it was. They're the same. Hmm. You can, the thing is Disport is like three units is equal to one of Botox. Oh, okay. So it doesn't look cheaper. Like you might think like, oh, one unit of Disport. Is cheaper. Is cheaper, but it's, you have to get three per one One. of Botox. But yeah, so I got Botox, loved it. 
once I got used to the headache, the headaches went away and it just becomes like normal. The head you do get a headache. Yeah, you do. It's a weird headache. It is. You're like, oh, I have tension in my head and you're like, yeah, my face is frozen now. It doesn't yeah. <laughs> um, filler. Yeah, I think. What made you pull the trigger on getting it? Or getting when did you get the it? first place I got filler was my lips. Okay, so you got your lips done. Yeah. I think I just wanted like a fuller lip. But I love top my Top or lips. bottom? I have both. both. You never want to get top or bottom. Like that's not, that's weird. People think like. Well, some people have like a really big top lip compared to their bottom lip. So I don't know. Maybe. But you still want to get some. Some. How painful was it? It's pretty painful. I would say of the places that I've gotten filler, that one's probably the most painful for me. I want to get filler. And you can tell me on your experiences on pain level because you know my pain tolerance. Mm -hmm. I want to do like here. Like I want more of a defined jaw and cheekbone. How, I think you how painful to, is that? Honestly, the jaw it, in that area, the way filler is, like filler is like a squishy molecule. Mm-hmm. It's not super hard. And right there in your jaw is a bone. So most people I've talked to about jaw filler don't recommend it for most people. Damn it. Just because it's not going to look like a... It's going to quickly go away and dissipate in a yeah. way that's going to just like make your face look bigger. How would you suggest then to get done... A jawline? Yeah. Um, chin lipo. Chin lipo. They have an injection called Kybella mm. that's supposed to... Um, kill the fat cells it's meant specifically for underneath your chin but it's pretty painful and also it swells up the area underneath your chin right after the injection is going to swell up for like a week and then it goes down and you have to do multiple sessions of this so you have to allocate like you know three weeks in like uh you know a time period time period that you're going to look incredibly swollen have you done that no 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 you've nothing done with your jaw so and for the price um, if you added up all the sessions that you would get of the Kybella injections, just getting like a um, chin lipo, like smart lipo, something that's um, tiny, it's not going to leave a scar. Like they do it at like Elite Body Sculpture or mm-hmm. some other places where do it's you get like put out minimally that? invasive. No. Oh. A lot of, some places do that are more invasive, but there's, for just chin lipo, there's plenty of places where you will Drugs. be awake and you'll just be on. Drugs. Yeah, drugs. Yeah, I want a better. I want this gone. But it's like even the recovery time for that is probably less than the Kybella time. Yeah, because you true. just have the wrapper on your face. I've seen awesome results from that. That's one way you know you're gonna wake up and it's gonna look way better. From the Kybella or the just the lipo. The lipo. Yeah. The Kybella. It also could not work. There's some people that are resistant to the injection. Oh. So you could spend three thousand dollars and not and not see a result or you could spend four thousand dollars it's done in you know one day you recover for one to two days after yeah. and you know it's gonna you know look it's good. gonna it's gonna keep getting better and better as yeah. your swelling goes down that's true but i haven't done that i've got a consultation for chin lipo but they just laughed at me and, and told me to leave i should go get a consultation <laughs> i didn't have enough fat um yeah you should do a consultation at least um or go on ozempic <laughs> We're going on Zimpic. And just drop the weight right away. I heard that stuff's super expensive though. Yeah. And it like it basically Ozempic like cuts your diet. Like it makes you not hungry. Yeah. That's why people lose so much weight. Yeah. And you drop weight because you're not hungry at all. You're always have that feeling of do you know when you just eat and you're like, I'm full, I can't eat food, and like you you're nauseous from food? Yes. That's what 
it the feeling is all the time when you're on it happens when I eat but Chinese the minute food every time. but but the minute you stop it that feeling goes away that's why people always gain the weight back yeah i saw um unless you're super disciplined yeah that's what i'm saying i just think like you gotta address the diet first but it's like you are addressing the diet yeah no that's, I what I'm saying. that's why i'm like i wouldn't say this if you were just like not not interested in taking care of yourself and you just like we're gonna gain more weight after you no. would get the procedure i'm i want to get to my prime and i just want to tweak a little things yeah, maybe that would help you they i have, feel like also a spray tan to, would look good on me yes i feel like that would do justice on me but they have like weight loss clinics that will help you like build a diet plan for you yeah and like prescribe you ozempic we we go v like the different injections. i just want things. like this i feel like i need to start with botox yes I need to get back on it. Yeah, I got lip filler. That was the next thing I got. So filler. So Botox, hair dye, I Botox, got one filler. I liter of, um, I think I got Volbella mm-hmm. in my lips. Loved it. Thought it was really cute. And then what did I do after that? I think then I also, I had a little pudge in my tummy. I used to weigh quite a bit more than I do now. I weighed at my heaviest, probably like 135 pounds. Hmm. Um, now I weigh like 110, so I've lost a lot of weight weight. before the wedding. Like, um, but I wanted to address like my stomach because I had like a little pudgy stomach. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like an apple shaped, I feel like body type where it's like, if I gain weight, it's going to be on my like upper thighs and stomach. It's all around like the center. So I got cool tone. I got cool sculpting, which is where they put these paddles on you and it's basically, it freezes your fat off. So I had that done once on my lower abdomen, like your little pooch and then on my love handles. So I had that done. Didn't see a huge result. Okay. Really? It wasn't massive until I lost the weight. This is the weird thing. Even this and cool tone and M sculpt I've done. So these two, um, cool tone and M sculpt are similar, but they're like an electromagnetic paddle they put on your stomach, and it's supposed to be twenty thousand crunches in thirty minutes. So you're basically it's going through and like, and all your abs contract. Is that what you're going to do today? Yeah, so I'm getting cool tone touch up. I get touch ups like once a month for the cool tone and M sculpt, but I didn't notice that big of a difference because I still had a lot of extra weight. Mm. If that makes sense. I wonder what it would be the diff- flip side of it. So like you had the you had the weight on and you did it or I've lost the weight. And if I did it, what the results would look like. Probably better. Yeah. Because I think I had a little extra weight. And so then when I got it done, I saw a, a slight difference. Like I had definitely had a little bit more definition. And I was like, OK, like, you know, this is something I couldn't achieve on my own mm-hmm. in the gym. So I was like happy because I wasn't really addressing my diet at all. Um, at that point. So when I, once I started addressing my diet um, with our trainer, Brooks, we started working out like mad men. <laughs> <laughs> um, after I started doing that and I lost the weight, then I um, saw the definition. Like oh, I had okay. been at this weight before, did not look like this. I was like, my stomach didn't have a ton of definition. Yeah. Like I still had kind of like love handles, not like I just had more of a straight body type. That's crazy. And so it, I could definitely tell once I lost the weight. So it's not really like cool tone or cool sculpting is not a weight loss thing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to lose any weight. It's just going to 
even out kind of if you have a pocket of fat that's like like your tummy is a little bigger than you know your, the other parts of your body yeah where you're not storing weight it's supposed to kind of even out the places that you're packing on or like storing the extra weight i store weight in my face yeah they have cool stone or cool sculpting for your chin but again it's pretty expensive I would just recommend the lipo. Yeah. Spend that money up front and get a 100% guaranteed result. Yeah, that's true. And it's just like quick. Yeah, that's true. What was the next thing after that? Then I got um, filler in my cheeks Mm -hmm. and my chin. Okay. So I can't remember the. Do you still get that? that I got. No, No, I just got it once. And then, but I, I feel like I don't metabolize filler very quickly. No, you don't because you still have good cheeks. <laughs> My lips still look good. I only got another, I think, like 0.5 milliliters done after that original one milliliter. Mm-hmm. They still look great. Cheeks look great. Chin looks great. Like I don't need any more filler. Yeah. Like it's still there. So, yeah, I love it. I feel like it gave my cheekbones like a little pop. Um I did the chin, like the chin, I feel like it just evens out your face, especially from like the profile side. Yeah, my profile is not symmetrical. You want your chin to like match the, um, where your lips are. Like if you put a pencil down from your um, nose to your chin, they should all be in line. Your nose, your lips, and your chin. So I had a little underdeveloped chin, so I added a little bit of filler there. Love it. And then... I got um, microneedling, which is more for skin. Mm-hmm. It addresses like texture, um, a little bit of redness, but I got that with PRP done. PRP, talk about that. That is where they take your blood out of um, your arm, they spin it, and they get the platelet-rich plasma, like the gold. It's like a yellowy gold thing that separates from the like the blood, I guess, hemoglobin. Yep. And so they pull it out with a needle and they just rub it on your face after you've had the micro needling done. So when you get the the needling done, um, the machine I used was the Vivace, mm-hmm. Vivace. I don't know how to Vivace. pronounce it. The but they put it on after as kind of like a topical. And so um, it's supposed to help your own body build collagen. So they rub it on and you kind of have these channels. They say they're open channels in your skin because of the microneedling. So it's going to go on top and kind of sink into your skin better. Hmm. You just have to be really careful after the procedure not to have like dogs lick your face, not to be touching your face because you do have like open tiny micro wounds around your whole face. On your whole face. You don't want anything to get infected. Yeah. So I've had that done several times with my face and neck. Um, and oh, this is a creepy one. This is the most, I think, in my opinion, out there thing I've done. Um, not in the sense of like scary or crazy, but it's just it felt the weirdest. So I had, they take the PRP. I guess it was PRF here is what they did. Platelet-rich fibrin. Oh, Philly gets this done. Which is supposed to be like a little bit better than platelet-rich plasma. But they take it and then they poke a hole in your cheek to go to your under eye as like they make a channel first and then they put the <laughs> needle up through the channel. The channel goes from through your cheek, through, um, 
like, um, what are they called? Ligaments mm-hmm. in your eye. So the needle pops. It's like pop. It go passes through a ligament in your eyeball. <laughs> you don't have a lot of nerves there. So it's not necessary. It's not painful. Like I would say lip filler is far more painful than that. Okay. But it's just the weirdest sensation. So you're there moving this needle around right underneath your eyeball and like putting in this PRF. But it basically it's your own. Um, Isn't it like white cells? I think so. Yeah. The white blood cells. So they take it and it is supposed to stimulate your own collagen growth process. I noticed a huge difference. I think I was seeing like some, not a ton of darkness, but just like some hollowness in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Just as you get older, you're, you know, you don't have as much like puffy fat. Like that's what makes people look younger. It's like this, you know, unlimited collagen supply and your skin looks like um, supple. Yeah. And so I was kind of looking hollow there. So I had that done, I think in a session of four, done underneath my eyes. And it was a really natural effect. Hmm. And there's really no risk because it's just your own body. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not um, like chemicals going in. Really. Yeah. It's our like filler that's going to migrate. Yeah. It's not going to, you know, come out odd mm-hmm. depending on the placement. It's just your own body is making collagen. Yeah. And the other injection I did that honestly didn't work well for me was Sculptra. Oh. A very expensive injectable. I think it's like 900 to $1,000 per syringe and you're supposed to get multiple rounds. I got it once noticed absolutely nothing. I got it in my temples. Oh, it's another thing that's supposed to, um, it's synthetic. It's not from your own body, but it's a compound that's supposed to trigger collagen growth in your own skin. You can't get it done like in cheeks and areas like there's certain places where it doesn't work. And it's, you didn't see anything. In your temples, it's supposed to help, and I really didn't notice a lot. Yeah. But I'm glad I tried it out. Yeah. It might work for other people. Maybe that was, like, not a good location for me. Yeah. But it's weird because it can, like, create these little balls underneath your skin. And so you have to massage the area, like, three times a day for five minutes. Jesus. Yeah. It's, like, it's scary. And I was like, I didn't really know this until I had it done. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I don't want to get... Balls underneath yeah, skin. I could started feeling a little bit of them, and I started massaging You're the like, crap out of me. Smacking your face. So I wouldn't do that again just because it was a little scary. Yeah, that's a little scary. That's yeah. a little frightening. I feel like I didn't really understand the risk until after. No, I would say not. I was um, like, I don't really need temple filler. I was no. like, I'm, I'm fine. We're good here. We're good. We're good here. Um. Okay. So then what? I had halo laser done, which is a laser resurfacing treatment. It's more aggressive than the microneedling. It is very aggressive. So it's super hot. Yeah. It goes over your skin. It kind of creates the dots similar to how like the microneedling is going to go in little dots. It's non-ablative, which means like it's not treating an entire area. It's creating like, it's treating half of the area that the laser is going on because it's those little dots of the parts that are being treated. Mm -hmm. So if it was that whole area, your whole skin would be raw. Recovery time would be twice as long, but it's because it's those little dots that are all over your face. It like heals faster. You, you healed pretty quickly from that. Yeah. I've heard people take like over a week. It usually, it took, I've had it done twice. I think three times actually. No, twice. And it healed within like four days. Yeah. You healed pretty quickly. Your skin. It's first of all, it's incredibly hot. 
it hurts when you're done. While you're doing it, it's not that painful. But once you get done, your face feels like it is on fire. Yeah. They give you ice packs to go home, but the whole way home, you're just like, oh, oh, <laughs> like you're just like literally on fire. Oh God. So I went home and I have a like couple ice packs in my fridge or my freezer. And so I just like laid for like an hour with the ice packs on my face and it eventually stops hurting and you're fine. Oh, we were going to Napa when you got it done. Yeah. So I had, it was, my skin was, it's called sloughing. It doesn't peel off like you would with a chemical peel. It It sloughs off, off. which means, yeah, basically your skin that it creates these, they look like freckles. Yeah. These tiny little speckles and then they eventually just fall off. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I saw a lot of improvement from that. Yeah. Because I had acne scars. That's another thing I did for improvement. My Part of my glow up was going on Accutane as well. Once um, I went off of birth control, I got uncontrollable acne, like terrible cystic acne. And even when, like several months later, I went back on birth control because, you know, I was not well. Mm-hmm. Like I was gaining weight, I had acne, so I just went back on the birth control pill, um, uh, the hormonal pill, mm-hmm. and no, it didn't get better. It's like because the hormones were so disrupted by me stopping the birth control, mm-hmm. it just like got worse because then it was like it, we, I changed again. And so I had really bad acne. And I tried some topicals, I tried spironolactane before, I had. Tazerac, um, Tretinoin, like I had tried some topicals for the acne. Nothing was helping. It was getting worse. Really painful cystic acne. That was, I started to leave scars. And that's when I was like, I, me and my dermatologist were like, yeah, it's time. Like if this keeps going at this rate, you're just going to get more and more scarred up. Mm-hmm. And you could get like ice pick scars, which is like a textural scar mm. where it's like a little, um, looks like a little ice pick hit it. It's like a little chunk of your skin is like indented. So I was like, I do not want that because that's permanent. It's much harder to treat yeah. than just acne. So I went on Accutane about six months, um, like a little over two years ago. And it's probably like three years ago, but fixed everything. Mm. I still have incredibly dry skin. My lips are dry. My scalp is dry. Um, but I think it was worth it. Yeah. I mean, for I me, think it was worth it. I hate acne. So I'd be thinking. Yeah. Worth it. That was a big blow to my confidence. I feel like, cause it's just like you feel dirty mm-hmm. and it's not also not something you can control. Yeah. I'm like, I'm doing all the things I'm seeing the dermatologist. I'm doing the topicals. I'm cleaning my skin. I'm using skincare. Like I'm, you know, trying to cut, cut out dairy. I was like, I'm doing all the things, but it's not even Remotely. Putting a dent in the amount of acne I'm getting. Yeah. I'm not seeing any improvement. So went on the Accutane. Um, yeah. So then I had, but I still had scarring. It was like these red scars that were all along my cheek. That was like the biggest place that I got acne was along my cheekbones. So I did the halo laser and it really got rid of most of my acne scars. Oh, wow. Like you can't see any of them anymore, I think. Unless you really look up close. Yeah, I can't see any. Yeah, but from like a distance, like from where we're sitting, like, you know, three feet away from each other, you can't tell at all. That's good. I was super pleased. I feel like that was a pretty good investment. Yeah. I would recommend that for sure. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think that that one's like $1,200 maybe. It's kind of expensive, but 
and the recovery time is fairly longer than microneedling, but it, I think it's much stronger. Mm. I think everyone should do it. And then I also got um, hair extensions. Yes. That was after I had dyed my hair brown in my natural color. She wanted some length. Wanted some length. And she can't wait to rip them out. And they're so annoying. <laughs> the lady that does them is amazing. She did a great job. They look beautiful, but I think I'm just not a high maintenance enough to keep up with them. Yeah. I'm, I want to be in the water. I want to be in the pool. I want to be in the lake. I want to be in the ocean. I, I can't be held back by these things. <laughs> these things are holding her back. This big old ponytail. That's so funny. It also takes me 10,000 years to dry and Wash curl and style my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have patience for. But That's, they are beautiful. They I think are that great. was part of my glow up. That's part of your glow up. Yeah. Oh, another thing I did, I just remembered, <laughs> was Morpheus 8, which is another form of um, microneedling with radio frequency on my stomach. Oh. So I did this after I had finished the cool sculpting, cool tone. Um, M-Sculpt, I'd already done those, but I got the um, microneedling sessions, I think it was three sessions, mm-hmm. on like that lower abdomen part, like the little tummy part, and damn, this shit hurts. Oh, never mind. That's probably, in my opinion, the most painful thing I've done. Jesus. I've also had laser hair removal, which I don't think is very painful. People hype that up to yeah, be super painful, like and it's not painful at all. Yeah. You're a baby if you think laser hair removal hurts. You've seen nothing. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, it's like it, the needles go in at two different lengths. So it goes like, and it's like it hits the first layer, the first oh. two layers with the needles, and then it hits the deeper layer. It's like, oh, my God. And they're doing this in a tiny square. The square is probably like, I don't know, like a half an inch by half an inch square like over a, your whole like stomach. Dice. Yeah, the it's like the dice. size of a dice is just like digging into your stomach that and it's miserable it's putting like hot heat in there it's just like and they put numbing cream on before you do it doesn't work doesn't work at all no shit numbing cream does nothing no it's almost for that thing like you want to be put out yeah give me laughing gas mm-hmm. also i've had eyebrow microblading but you, like a lot of people do that dead ass cannot tell my eyebrows are so thick yeah. i have thick dark eyebrows you can't tell that no. I ever got it done. It's people who have no eyebrows. Yeah. I think see best results in that. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why I did it. I just had some patches. Oh, you got them fixed. But they're not really fixed. Yeah. I just, if you look, like move my eyebrows around, you can see like some hair strokes drawn in. But you can't, it doesn't look any different. Yeah, I would never guess you got that done. No, no one knows. <laughs> I would just say that's just a waste of money. Most people, it's not. For me, it was, it was. because. I but out of all the things, that's okay. Like, big eyebrows. At I least would. it wasn't like worse. Yeah. Like it didn't come out being like, damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's nothing I've done where I've been like, damn, that was a waste of money. I mean, I guess waste of money, but nothing I've been like, oh, I look worse. Yeah. Like I will say. I got, um, what's it called? IPL laser on my chest. Oh. It's like an intense pulse light laser. Bad. Terrible. They burned the crap out of my chest. Burned. I had third degree burns on my chest. You should have sued. I should have sued. I went back and I went back the next day and I was like, look at my chest. 
And they're just like, oh, one of the estheticians was like, oh my God, like, this is not good. Like, I'm so sorry. And then like, I talked to the lady who did it, who was an injector. And she was just like, yeah, you should have let me know if you had sun exposure. I was like, I told you. She asked me when I got it done. When's the last time you had sun exposure? And I said, in September. This was like in October, like late October. When are you not supposed to get sun exposure? And I was like, I was on vacation in September. And I haven't really had any sun exposure since then. But I was like, you know the color of my skin. I'm not pale. Yeah. I have fairly dark skin. And so apparently my skin was too dark to even be using that tool. Like she should have known. You should have sued. Yeah. And so. That's like one thing like I'm like. I still use tretinoin on my chest. I've had um, facials on my chest to try to exfoliate some of the scars away. Some of them are still there. Um, I just got the laser to remove some tiny like freckle type spots on my chest just from um, sun damage. Made it far worse. Yeah. It really made me angry. I would have been pissed. And it, this salon, this particular med spa salon, um, probably half of the people that work there have left. Not because of me, but just like over time because they've mm. just mismanaged. Yeah. It's very poor. Ugh. The way they're managed. Um, they recently expanded their building. And I was like, I don't think they should have. No. Everyone I've spoken to that has worked there in the past, people that have gone there have pretty negative things to say. That's terrible. I should have done my research. Yeah. It was a little bit cheaper and it was closer to home. Usually I wouldn't make that call. Like those wouldn't be big deals to me. Mm-hmm. But I guess up to that point, I had had no negative experiences with a med spa. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, like how, you know, they're reputable. Yeah. Like, oh, I know people that have gone here. Like I didn't ask them about their experience, but I was like, you know, they, they seem like a reputable place. That's terrible. Oh, burns Not are the worst. reputable. Burns are the I don't know if worst. I should say the name. Don't. But. We get a cease and desist letter. Yeah, probably. I will say, yeah, yeah, it's in the so South End to Uptown location. Just do your research, honestly. Yeah, moral of the story is do your research of like talk what to you're people getting. People that in. have been there that have want to get the same things done as yes. you. Don't talk to someone who got a massage somewhere and you're about to get injections yeah. or a laser, and they had a good experience. And you're meeting with a completely different um, person. Person, you're doing something maybe they're not comfortable with. They're not and, trained enough yeah. in doing it. Mm-hmm. They could make you worse. Yep. So there's risk with all these things I do, have done. You know, maybe it's just my like um, impulsivity or like. Um, you also do a lot of research on anything. You I do. do. I do a ton of research. Before you're not just like wake up one day and you're like, oh, I want to. I'm wanna. not like someone tells me, oh, you should do this laser like at the med spot. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Like I'm looking it up. Yeah. I'm like. Trying to figure out the science it. behind why it works. Yes. Is it going to work for me? Is it going to be worth my money? Like, I do try to research these things before I just, I'm not flippantly doing yeah. things to my body that are mm-hmm. permanent or could cause me permanent damage. But, yeah, I think I just have, like, a <laughs> positive mindset. Like, nothing can go wrong. Nothing will be. People are all good <laughs> and that's, trained That's probably the most scary thing. That would be scary. Yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah. That's when I was like, I got to chill out on this stuff. Ugh. Like, lasers, at least. Yes. You don't. Take a break from it. Reset. Yep. 
totally. Well, that was fun. Yeah, I think that's about everything I've had done. I look back at photos of myself before I started getting like aesthetic um, improvements done, and I'm shocked. Yeah. The thing is, I was happy then. I looked, I thought I was beautiful then. I think I'm beautiful now. Yeah. I think everyone has their own way of doing it. Yeah. I was just like. Some people would rather not do it and they think they're like all natural is the way to go. Mm-hmm. I look beautiful in all natural beauty, which is fine. That's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's like everyone's per, like personal opinion on it. Like to me, I don't think Botox is bad. You ask my mother, she thinks I'm injecting myself with lighter fluid. Yeah. Everyone has different opinions, but I think you just have to do what makes you happy. Yeah. And do what is within your means. Yeah. You don't want to like spend all your money on like cosmetic procedures or, oh, I forgot to talk about my rhinoplasty. That'll be its own I episode. was waiting for that. I didn't I know if you didn't want to talk about it or not. No, I like I have photos of me in a nose cast. I'm totally <laughs> open about it. I just completely forgot about it. I was thinking more bed spa stuff. We'll have to do another we'll episode. We'll do another one. Where I just give you all the nose job details. Haley's gotten a rhinoplasty yeah. and also of her glow up. But yeah. that's just that's a, a whole, huge part. I can't believe I forgot that. It's a whole other experience. I just didn't think you want people to know. I wasn't gonna bring it up. No. I was like, no, I don't care. You're like, that's him. Like, okay, well, there's a big one. <laughs> I should have said something. <laughs> I was um, like, I think she's missing one thing. But no, I, mean, I just it's forgot. Okay, about if it. you don't want to talk about it. Like in the guise of transparency, <laughs> here's what I've had done. Like Kim K, just a little bit of Botox. Just a little bit of Botox. That's it. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, damn, bitch, you were like. Bitch, you were in a nose cap. You're trying to tell me this like needle <laughs> thing is not painful. I'm like, they broke your nose. <laughs> Pretty sure that was painful. <laughs> I like completely forgot about that. Oops. We'll talk about it in the next one. To be one. continued. To, to be continued. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Haley, your glow up. Yes. Live perfect. your truth. Do what makes you happy. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, do your research. Do your research and swipe up in our DMs if you got work done that you think Haley should try. Or me. Yeah, just like really critique me. Yeah. Like, damn. Like <laughs> You need more. <laughs> your eyebrows are whack. Or if you guys have any funny stories of like your own medical spa. Or tragedies. Tragedies. Traumas, things that Bad experiences. Wrong. Send it in the DMs. We'd love yeah. to hear about it. We'll talk about it on the next podcast. Mm-hmm. Other than that, cleaners, see you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.